Second Chronicles chapter 20 again tonight. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Last Sunday we talked about praying your way through. Through what? Through the conflict, through the uh, battles, through the spiritual warfare, through whatever you are dealing with. Well, tonight I want to speak to you about praising your way through. Praising your way through. You see in the Word of God, the word prayer and praising always go hand in hand. There is a circle as you pray. When you pray, you start praising. As you pray, you start praising. As you pray and praising God, you start praying and get you deeper into prayer. And that brings you into the throne room of God. That's what it does for you. You just keep on praying. You just keep on praising. Someday we'll see his face and we don't have to worry about praising him anymore. But we ought to praise God tonight for the victory that God has given us. Verse number 18 of Second Chronicles chapter 20. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of Korites and the children of the Korites and stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of the Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. And all the inhabitants of Jerusalem believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established for the prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with uh, the people of the appointed singers unto the Lord, and he said, Should praise the beauty of the holiness of they that went out before the army. And they said, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and the Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, and utterly slayed and destroyed them. And when they had made an end of all the inhabitations of Seir, every one helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked up to the multitude, and behold, there were all dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoils of them, they found among them in the abundance of both riches and dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped for themselves. And there were more they could carry away, and they were three days in gathering all the spoils. It was so much. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we just ask you to open our hearts and minds that we may receive the message stand in need of. Father, we just praise you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name we do pray. Like I said last week, last Sunday night, we talked about praying your way through. Tonight I want to talk about praising your way through the, the victories or through the conflicts that we face. And in verse 22, remember God said, you do not have to fight the battle. There's no need for you to fight the battle and stand and see what the salvation of the Lord can do. While they were doing that, God was doing what he said he's doing. When we start doing what God tells us to do, then God's going to do what he said he was going to do, what God had promised them that he would do. God is always going to do his part. He's just looking for a few people that are willing to do their part. Amen. And verse number 24, I love that. Verse 24, the last words that said, it said, and none escape, none escape. They had so much of an army against them. There was so much of a battle coming against them. And the people of God was in a desperate straits, and they were in a hard time. They were in trouble. They would suddenly, every one of them is dead. And only God can do something like that. 
Verse 25, three days God said you're not just going to get by, but I'm going to give you more than you could ever imagine. Great mighty things which thou knowest not. And now it has happened. It did not know when uh, they, uh, it didn't happen when they sharpened the, the swords. It didn't happen when they got battle strategy planned out. It didn't happen yet. It didn't happen when recruiting more soldiers. No, it happened in the moment when they began to praise God. There is power in praise. The Bible said, enter into the gates of thanksgiving into the courts is praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is God. You see, tonight you begin to praise God, you enter it consciously into His presence. Powerfully, and he, he powerfully enters into your circumstances. So how are we going to make it through? We're going to pray our way through, and we're going to praise our way through what we're going through. When they started praising the Lord, nothing has changed except in them. The only thing that had changed, the circumstances had not changed. The, uh, the battle was still there. The circumstance was still there. The trouble was still there. Uh, they, they was praising God. And the only thing that changed when they started praising God was them. When we start praising God, it's going to change us. It doesn't change our circumstances. It doesn't change our battles. It doesn't change those that are coming against us. But it changes us and that's what they're doing i want to tell you this church if we should not wait until things get better we should not wait until everything gets better before we start praising god you, you should not wait until you get to the other side of the battle to start praising god we ought to start praising god now Amen. Well, start praising God. Don't wait till things get better to praise God. Hey, the, your circumstances seem to come against you, and your uh, the trouble seems to come against you. We ought to start praising God in the midst of it, and even before the battle. We'll just thank God for God who He is. We now understand that both prayer and praise require faith. So start praising Him for what He is about to do, what He has already done. And prayer is asking, listen, prayer is asking and praising is acknowledging what God can do. Praise your way through no matter what you're facing or no matter what you're dealing with tonight, but praise your way through. Circumstances that dictate praise. When does praise start in your life? First it starts when it says praise always commence with a bowed head. In verse 18, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head. We have almost given to the idea the praise begins on a platform. It has to start here. And when praise is coming, it has to begin at the, at the beginning at their things. But let me just say, praise begins when you bow your head and thank God. We're all watching. We're all becoming spectators on praising God. We're all sitting around waiting for something to happen to praise God. But praises doesn't start on a platform. Praises doesn't start to, uh, uh, when a show starts. Praises start when you start bowing your head. And let me just say this. The greatest praise happens when there is nobody around but you and God. So where does it begin? I, I, I like to stand. I like standing. I like shouting. But notice it didn't commence when they shout. The praises didn't even commence when, with a song. And I love singing. But praises begin with a bowed head. A real praise grows out of from being in the presence of a holy God and acknowledging that God is good. In fact, at the end of verse 21, praise the Lord for his mercies endure forever. 
If you're going to, if you got nothing to praise God for tonight, if you can say, look, I can't think of anything to praise God for, just you ought to praise God for what he has shown his mercy for you. His grace, you ought to just praise God for that. And we ought to continue every day of our life to give God the glory and give God the praises for what God is. God is so big and I'm so small. And in real praise, I, I, I don't talk about me, but I talk about God. It's not building me up, it's building God up. So when we start praising God, it's not about us, it's not about you. It's all about God, giving Him the praise and everything around us. I'm not concerned with the things that's going on around me. But we ought to be more concerned about the God that's above us. In the real praise, I'm not consumed with stuff. I'm consumed with Him. Praise always begins with a bowed heart. But also praise begins with a believing heart. It may come out your mouth, but it doesn't start there. It starts with what comes out of your mouth that comes from the heart. In his words, he said in verse 19, they stood and praised the Lord. In verse 20, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Lord, and you have it as a Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. And believe the prophets, so shall you prosper. He takes them back to the very roots of their faith. Uh, he believes in God. He says, Now stay with me now. Believe in God. And do you believe in God? Jesus said, If you believe in me, believe, believe in God, believe also in me. So if we believe in God and we think, know that God is God, then why don't we just give him praise for what he's been doing for us? Everybody says they have faith. But praise is the outward showing of faith in your life when you praise God. We're praising God for who he is, and I'm afraid that we have fallen more uh, in love with the blessings than, than we are the blesser. And he said, believe his prophets, he said, believe his prophets, believe in the word. He goes back to the promise of God. We are resting on the promises of God. God, even before they were fulfilled, they were still facing the enemy. Listen, the battle has not been fought. The battle has, has not been won. So what they're doing, they're praising God in the Bible. Why? Because God said, praise him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, the Bible tells us. We need more prayers and we need more praises in the church today. And if we're filled with praise and prayers, then we'll all go forward after the battle. Verse 26, he said, And on the fourth day they assembled themselves in the valley of Barak. Barak means the blessing. So they were in the, the valley of the blessings when they got there. And can I tell you, many of God's blessings are, are discovered in the valley, not on the mountaintop. There's a lot of times the blessings of God, you see more of the blessings of God in the valley. And by the time they get to verse 26, they are blessing God on the other side of the battle because of God took care of the enemies. They blessed him before the battle and after the battle. The question needs to be asked, do you spend more time asking God for blessing than you are just blessing God? Praise to start with a bowed head. When you get in your presence of God and let God into your heart, then God will show you. 
You start praising God. It starts with prayer. Pray your through. Praise your way through. Praise always comes from a believing heart. You must believe that God is God. If you believe God is God and you know what God has done for you, then you ought to just start praising God for that. Praise always comes connected to the beauty of His holiness in verse 21. And when He had consulted with the people, He had pointed singers unto the Lord and that He should praise the beauty of His holiness. How many of you know that there is a lot of ugliness in this world today? There's an awful lot of hatred in this world today. There's an awful lot of divisions, there's an awful lot of strife and discontentment. But there's one place that there is beauty, and that is in the presence of a holy God. Isaiah went into the throne room, and he heard, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. John went into the throne room, and what did John hear? He said, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is come. Listen, the beauty of the holiness is not something, but it is someone, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. If we want to live more in the presence of God, we want to get closer to God, we need to learn how to praise God. Even when you don't feel like it, you know, there's times I've gotten up, don't feel like coming to church. There's time I've stood in the pulpit, didn't feel like it. But let me just say this. And when you do start going across that threshold, when you don't want to do it, and you do it anyway, and start praising God and asking God to enter you, it won't take you long that praises start coming in and it swells up inside of you and comes out of you because God sees you. When you even don't feel like it. Praise is not a choice. Praise is an action. We must praise God. We must choose it to do it every day of our life. God, the Bible says, God inhabits the praises of His people. Look at 1 Chronicles chapter 16. The first one to use the, this Praise and David was in the time of prayer, the, the worship and the holiness and the beauty of his holiness, uh, glory and honor are in the presence, strength and gladness in his place. We have a world that's trying to be strong, and yet, but they are miserable doing it in themselves. But if you get in the presence of God, God strengthens you and God gives you the gladness. Give unto the Lord ye kindness. Of the people, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord and the glory due unto His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship in the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Now mark that in your Bible. Maybe we're not worshiping like we ought to be worshiping. It's because we're not living in the uh, consciously in the Holy Spirit uh, uh, realm, the presence of God, as we ought to live. Listen, the beauty of holiness is not only remind us God who He is. When you get close to God, when you get to the presence of God, you'll start re reflecting that beauty of God in your own life. The glory of God starts rubbing off on you. Psalms 29 and 2, give up unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. It is that's when we give Him, not what He gives us. God still has His place on the throne. 
He is still the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And every day, someday, uh, their every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that He is Lord. Jesus Christ is the Lord. It is time that we know that we're living for God and we are a chosen of God and worshiping the beauty of His holiness. It's time for us to start praising God. If you don't know how, I don't know how you're going to make it. If you can't put one foot in front of the other, you become weary. Let me say this. Praises brings a refreshness to your soul. When you're praising God, it refreshes you. Praises always begin with a bowed head. Praises always begin with a believing heart. Praises always begin in the beauty of His holiness. Praises always carries the battle against the hardest enemy. Verse 21. And as they went out before the army... In those days, the banner, they, they marched with banners and they, and they had the name of the kingdom of the name of kings that they were fighting for. To, so they had them up in front. You can see them. But you know what? The, the, who do they send to the front? They send, they send the singers out from the front. They send the praisers out in front. Those that was praising God and singing the glory of God, those were the ones out in front. Let me tell you, when you don't need to, uh, to lead the way for Jesus Christ, uh, in this generation, it's people who know God, those who serve God, those who are praising God and not ashamed to tell people, that's who we need to be leading us. That's the ones we need to have praising God. Showing and telling the people what God has done for them and giving Him the glory. That's who should be leading in march. They were the ones that were in front. They were praising God. Let me give you a simple definition of witnessing. It is simply praising God before another. Telling somebody what God has done for you. Showing people what God has done. That's, that's witnessing. That's the greatest powerful witness you can be is telling somebody what God has done for you in your life, where God has brought you from, and where God has taken you. That is a powerful witnessing. And when you start witnessing, and let me tell you, when you start witnessing to people about what God has done to them, it'll bring a praise to your lips and glorify God. Praises always begin with a bowed head. A believing heart and in the beauty of holiness. Praises carries the battle to the hardest enemies. When you stand before the hardest enemy of your life and you start praising God, that enemy becomes fearful. He'll lead the way. And, they, and they, they conquered today. The praises were conquering. And when they begin to sing and praise, the Lord said ambushments. That battle begins to turn when they begin to praise God. Not when they stepped down and got a strategy. Not when they sharpened their swords. Not when they checked how much ammunition they got. He started when they start praising God. When you get your God heart in your union and His presence, and, and you in His presence, God will take care of all the rest in your life. You may be trying to fix your family. You may be trying to fix your friends. And you're at wit's end. You don't know which way to turn. You're about ready to give. But let me just say this. Just bring it to them and say, Lord, here it is. I've tried it. 
I don't, can't do it. I'm not messing with it. But if I give it to you, it's my hardest battle right now. It's my hardest thing that I'm facing right now. But if I give it to you, you'll go before me. You'll just start praising God what he's about ready to do in your circumstances with your battle. Praise is always causes the blessing to increase. Verse 24. Verse 24, they get the victory. None escape. I love that. None escape. Here they are. They're, they're facing the enemies. Then they got uh, armies after armies after armies facing them. Uh, and you know what? I, I'd be afraid. I'd be scared because I'm facing the, this army that's out here. I'd be facing all the uh, people that's against me. I'd be afraid. I wouldn't want to go up against them. I don't think I'm as good as the uh, uh, army's not as uh, strong. Uh, I'd be afraid. But God says, you know what? Just start praising me. And he told him, says, the battle's not yours. You don't worry about the fight. I take care of it. And that's exactly what he did. And notice when they return, every man of Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. God went out and conquered and when they got there to fight the battle they were all dead. God can take care of your enemy if you let him, God will take care of what's going on in your life. God will take your problems. God will take your circumstances and say, Lord, I just want to praise you. Hey, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to praise God. God will show you he's taking care of your battle. You know, the most miserable people in this world are those who are trying to be happy. Those that try to be happy are the most miserable people you can ever have. You can't make yourself joyful. You can't, make, you can't give yourself joy. Only the Lord can make you have joy. Joy is not the gold. Joy is the byproduct when you get in the presence of the Holy God and begin to praise Him and He gets the glory and you get the joy. What a praise God. Verse 28 and 29, And they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets into the Lord, into the house of the Lord. And the fear of God was on all the kingdom of those countries when they heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. Listen, when God broke through, everybody around him knew not just the people of God, not just the people that were serving God, but everybody around them knew that God had given victory. I'd venture to say, how many of you have shown this world that God has given you victory in something to you fighting, something that you've been dealing with? God will give you victory if we start praising God when God broke through. Whatever you're going through at this particular season, whatever we face in this world today, if we just start praising God and just let Him take it. But the problem is, everybody wants credit. Everybody wants the credit for 
gaining something. Nobody wants to give God the credit. Everybody says, well, look what I've done. Look what, what we've done. It's not that. God has done it for you. If, you've gone, if you start praying your way through and you start praying, and as you're praying, you start praising God for what the goodness of God, it doesn't matter what you're facing. God is able to deliver you, and God will give you that victory. And it's not your victory. It's what God has given you the victory. There's only one worthy of the credit for the fight. That is God. We must praise our way through the battle today. It's in verse 29. So the ram of Jehoshaphat was quiet. For God gave him rest around about. When you start praying, listen, when you start praying, and then God starts moving, you start praising God. You may have to go through that. You may see the battle. The battles are raging ahead of you. The enemy is ahead of you. But you know what? If you, if you let God go before you, if you let God take it, he's, like he said, you stand still and watch the salvation of the Lord. You watch God take care of your battle. You watch God fight your battle. And guess what? At the, over, of the other side of that battle, God's going to give you rest. God's going to give you peace in your life. And at the, at, that's what we're all looking for is peace in our life. We're all looking for that rest, and only the rest can come from God. It's not us. We're not winning the battle. It's not battle's not mine. I can't fight the battle. If I start to fight the battle, I'll lose that battle, and I get more discouraged. But if I said, Lord, here it is, I'll give it to you. I'm going to let you fight my battle. I'm going to let you have it. I'm just going to stand here and praise you. And isn't it a time that we need to start showing this world the rest of God. That we, when we enter into the rest of God, that we, the world needs to see, hey, I'm at peace with what's going on around me. God has given me the victory. I don't have to worry about it. I'm at peace. And that's what the world needs to see in the time we're living in today. They need to see the rest of God. But let me just say this. They need to see you praising God in the midst of the battles that we're facing today. Because God is God. He'll take care of your things. If we start praying our way through and we start praising our way through, God will give us the victory. You don't have to worry about it. We ought to just start praising God about it. Amen. Now, how many of you praise God today for what God has done for you today? Amen. It, it, it should come off your lips. Thank you, Lord, for all your mercy and all your love. Thank you for the victories that you've given me in my life. Why don't just praise God? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we just stand and just praise God for a while? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We're never going to have victory in our life. We're never going to have victory in this church until we start praying our way through and praising our way through. And God will give you the victory. I can't give it to you and you can't give it to me. Amen. It takes God to give us the victory. Amen. Now I'm so glad it's left up to him, not me. Because if it was left up to me to fight your battles and fight my battles, we're all losers. Amen. We're all losers. But I'm so glad that he is fighting my battles. I'm so glad that he goes before me. And I'm so glad he has me surrounded. I am going to praise him. 
I'll praise him in the midst of my battles, before my battles, and I'm going to praise him on the other side of my battles. Because God is God. Amen.